Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is proudly brought to you by Meister High End. Oh, me. I mean, John Williams. <laughs> is proudly brought to you by John Williams. John Williams, if you're out there listening, I mean, I know that you listen to the show, but if you're listening to this episode, we want to let you know that we love you and we appreciate you and everything that you do. And uh, I, think it's, I think it's known. I think we're always talking about you. So, you know, we try to show our respect and tribute to the man, the legend, John Williams. Yeah. Today is a special day, Joey. You know why? Why? Because we are ringing in a brand new themed week. What? Uh-huh. Those are my favorite. I know they are. And this week's theme, can you guess it from that theme song? Something from outer space. Nope, and it's not John Williams either. I'm gonna oh. give you a I'm gonna give you a hint. It's happening right now in the world as we record this. Terror attacks. No. It is time yet again for another great themed week at the Natural Habitat Podcast, which is not about terror attacks. It is about the Olympics. It's all fucked up now. You fucking, did you get dabs all over your camera? I did. (laughs) (laughs) Joey was trying to show off his dabs just now. And he was like, hey, look what I got. And he fucking shoved his dabs up <laughs> against his camera lens. That's cool. Yeah, it's whatever. Oh, yeah, it was real 3D. Mm-hmm. IMAX. Uh, On my iMac. Speaking of 3D, this What's is that? the Natural Habitat Podcast, brought to you in 3D every day. My name is Mikey Buya. My name is Mount Olympus. And we are here for that beautiful themed week action. Oh, shit. We love it. For one, it writes itself. You know what I mean? There's so much shit we could talk about when it comes to the Olympics. For, yeah. for two, it's, uh, it's a treat for us and maybe for the listeners because we get more time to discuss whatever it is we're trying to discuss. Whenever we get into something, we get deep into this shit, and then our time is over, and we go on to the next thing on the next day. And the rest of the stuff kind of gets lost. But by Saturday, we will get everything that we want to say about the Olympics. First of all, though. Oh, you just leaked it. What did I say? The Olympics. I already said the Olympics before. No, I never heard you say it. Yeah, I did. I said it a while ago. I did. Uh, I said it right out the gate, I'm pretty sure. So don't be jumping on me for saying the Olympics three times. (laughs) It's not like Candyman, all right? They're not going to hurt us. Unless you're there, because there was a Zika virus outbreak recently. But besides that, um, I have some marijuana news. All right. Out front. Did you hear about this this quote-unquote sting operation that happened in Oregon with the ABC News? Nope. They They sent out a team of reporters that were young 
uh, probably a bunch of interns at the station that were under 21 and had them go out to dispensaries throughout uh, Oregon and stand outside and try to get people to go inside and buy them weed. So they were like, I want a joint. Here's $20. Buy me a joint. Keep the change. And they had two girls and then two guys. And they did multiple locations, like, throughout the Portland area. I'm not sure what city it was, but uh, Mm -hmm. they asked, like, 300 people. And everybody told them to fuck off. Like, everybody was like, no, I'm not going to buy you weed. And then they finally got one guy to buy them a joint. And it was, they ended up offering him, like, an extra 40 bucks or something like that. And got him to buy him a joint. And then when they interviewed him about it, he was like, I've been in the same spot, like, fucking, you know, like, hard up. And I just, you know, wanted to help the kids out or whatever. He was just high and needed that $40 is what happened. And he was like, man, think about all the extra weed I could get with this $40. Yeah. So they duped one high guy, but one guy out of 300 isn't bad. And it was a win for the cannabis community for sure. Yeah, because, like, I don't think any of them are willing to risk it. Yeah. Everybody's- you know what I mean? Like, it's... It's a pretty selfish thing to be a medical patient in the first place. It doesn't involve anybody else. So when you go there, you only go there with you in mind. Yeah. And, and when when somebody else tries to like impede in that or like intrude on that, uh huh, it's not something that you're really like happy about. You know, you're like, yeah, no, fuck you. I'm yeah. I'm here because I'm like, you know, necessity it's needs not, to be. It's not like you're buying a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, you know, it's like completely different. It's like you could have gotten your card if you needed it and i think that i think that people in oregon are happy enough to to not have the worry of having weed in your car or having weed at your house like they can legally smoke and buy weed now so i mean once you have that you kind of don't want to fuck it up you know what i mean you don't want to fuck it up by buying a kid weed and (laughs) making everything look bad so well i got some more weed news for you oh yeah yeah, it looks like um, the doping agency, the World Doping Agency, changed its policy on marijuana. Oh, really? So, um, Olympians and everyone else will be able to use marijuana, just not um, like the day of competition yeah. or like the week of or whatever, something like that. So, damn, you're you're gonna be allowed to have it in your system. You're just not gonna be able to use it while you're. In whatever competition you're in. Yeah, like while you're actually performing. but Yeah, so that's going to change everything for a lot of things. That's the you same know, That's, that, that's the same with alcohol. You can have alcohol in your system, but you can't, you know, like... Exactly. Yeah. So it's going to be like that. But um, this, is, this is just the beginning, you know. Like it'll eventually affect all sports and, and everything. So, And that's a win-win for, you know, for people who would rather... Um, Use a more practical medication than um, yeah pharmaceuticals. You know, look at look at all the backlash that happened when uh, Nate Diaz got suspended for smoking weed. Nick Nick Diaz, whatever, one of the Diaz brothers. Yeah, he just got off suspension actually. Yeah, and everybody was all fucking up in arms about it and pissed off. So yeah, and I'm sure he'll do it again. Mm-hmm. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like they're they're champions for the cause too. You know. It's like they don't agree with it. It doesn't. It's not a. 
uh, performance enhancing drugs. So I mean, like it's not really shouldn't be considered as such. Shouldn't be like valid. You know, yeah. it's not like uh, other drugs are like uppers. You know, where they can have an effect and and give you some type of advantage or whatever. But uh, weed is not quite the same. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's crazy that we're in this time where where everything's changing. You know what I mean? It's been it's been it's illegal. Great. It's been illegal forever. And it was. I remember when I was a kid, it was really serious, like seriously illegal. So where, depending on what cop pulled you over, like you had to get a nice cop, otherwise you go to jail. Like they would arrest you, and if you're on probation, then you're totally fucked. It would be just as bad as having a bag of heroin. And, you know, it's it's cool that everything's changing and we're watching it all morph. You know what I mean? It's a trip. Yeah, which it should be, you know. And, and it's and, because, like, we talk about it all the time, you know, it's younger people are, like, and the best part, everything. The best part is that we're still young, you know what I mean? We're 30. So we're not, you know, 65 years old all like, oh, it's finally changing and now I'm dead. Like, you know, we yeah, get to actually yeah, exactly. we get to see it and see what happens and experience it. Yeah, I agree. So, um, so before we get into, uh, into some of this current Olympic shit that's going on, we got to pay the bills. And by paying the bills, I mean, take a dab. Cause this is also now our NHP smoke sesh. Yeah. So if anybody out there is smoking, feel free to smoke with us. And we will be right back after this word from our sponsors. McDonald's presents future Olympic hopefuls. Carlos Tapia Ruano, whose innovative soccer play could lead his country to the gold. Uta Grunewald, who might someday stun the world with her devastating backstroke. Akeem Bali, who will develop the blazing speed that will make his country and his village proud. The powerful Anatoly Nozovitsky, a name to remember in weightlifting. Kelly Peterson, equestrian events. Heracles Sinopolis, Greco-Roman Wrestling. Sachiko Tanaka, Volleyball. Bob Watson, Rings. Alessio Franzoni, Cycling. And Jacques Bouclet, for whom discus seems the most likely event. McDonald's is proud to sponsor today's U.S. Olympic team and to help keep the dream alive for tomorrow's Olympic hopefuls. Uh, uh, welcome back. Uh, welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, we're gonna do a quick episode of cough break. Hardcore. Mm-hmm. Damn. All right. So I'm back. What's up? Where are we? I know that we did a. I know we did an ad, a half ad for uh, Meister and John Williams. Uh huh. But I don't know if we mentioned that the Olympic music was scored by John Williams. We did not, and now they know. But I'm pretty sure that you could tell by this initial. Here, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it one more. This initial <coughs> part right here. That's classic John Williams. Bum, dum, bum, 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 bum. Yeah. <laughs> did we play that fucking that skit on the show, or did we just watch it? That was good shit. Look up the the whitest kids you know, day in the life of John Williams. Yeah, it's hilarious. If you're out there on your YouTubes. But um so the Olympics just kicked off the other day 
as of uh, as of right now, when we're recording this, we are in day three of the Summer Olympic Games of 2016, going down in Rio de Janeiro, <coughs> and um, I was uh, I was reading a little bit about the bidding process, and I'm still unclear about it, but I know that countries put in their bids. $150,000 for the paperwork. I don't know if there's any money added on after that, but Rio won the bid. There's stipulations that you have to have, like like enough uh, enough room for everybody, enough security needs, uh, uh, highly positive media exposure throughout the games, so your country's got to be in good standings. And it's all worth it for the international spotlight <laughs> All the tourism. Think about all the people that are in Rio right now that have never been there. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And the fact that they uh, bid for this all the way back in 2009. Yeah, that's crazy. And that's not even, (laughs) that's just when they got it. When they, yeah, yeah. When it was announced. But, uh, yeah, man, that's crazy shit. And,. You know, it's uh, I was reading about all the countries where there have been Olympics, and let's see, uh, there's been 50 cities, two in Eastern Europe, five in East Asia, one in South America, two in Oceania, and the remainder in Western Europe and North America. So no African, Central American, Central Asian, Middle Eastern, or South Asian city. Has yet. ever been chosen yet, and uh, it it started in what did uh, what did they say nineteen ninety four when they started? Uh, no, it was earlier than that. That's when they split it up to every two years. But I want to say sometime in the early nineteen hundreds they started moving it around from city to city. And trying to get the whole world involved instead of it just happening in Greece. Yeah, which is smart because it makes people get along. Yeah, and it brings the whole world together. Here, look, we actually have this clip that is a brief history of the Olympics. You want to play that real quick? Yeah, let's do it. All right. The Olympic Games date back to the 8th century BC, being held in Olympia, Greece until roughly 5 AD. Instead of being an international competition, challengers from various city-states in Greece would battle in sporting and chariot racing events. Combining sport and sacrificial rituals, the games were of great religious significance. Whoa. They eventually fell out of favor when the power of the Romans increased in Greece and Christianity was imposed. It was in the late 19th century that historian Baron Pierre de Coubertin had the idea to restage a global sporting event, and it was in 1894 that the International Olympic Committee, or IOC, was born. It was at this point it was decided the game should rotate from country to country, thus engaging the whole world. It was an important stipulation at the time that all participating athletes be amateur and not professional athletes, a rule that has since been changed. Athens, Greece was chosen as the first host city of the modern Olympic Games for the summer of 1896. Only 14 countries participated and competition was for male athletes only. The games were touted as a success and Paris, France was chosen as the host city for 1900. 
In 1924, the first Winter Olympics were held in Chamonix, France, to showcase snow and ice sports. Originally, the Summer and Winter Olympics were held in the same year every four years. This was changed as of 1994, when they were switched to alternating even-numbered years, and thus there is now an Olympic competition every two years. The 1916 Summer Games were cancelled because of the First World War, and neither the Summer nor the Winter Games were held between 1936 and 1948 because of World War II. The games have evolved significantly since the days of ancient Greece, but even today, the Olympics are an exciting event for all to behold. So, there you go. Yeah, that was a, a good brief history. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's dope. I mean, we, we talked about it before because, I don't know, maybe a hundred episodes ago or so, we covered the Olympics in a throwback Thursday and went back to ancient Greece to when it all like first started and shit and it's cool that it was revived and turned into what it is today you know what i mean yeah it should it should have been you know like it there's a reason for it because we're all we're all connected this is another one of those things that like brings people together forces people together you know like without um malice or like bad intentions you know like this is a way to force diplomacy or force people to like kind of get along and realize like hey these people are just like us they're just different yeah and it's all about like sportsmanship everybody gets to battle through whatever event they're in and then at the end you shake hands and hug and fucking you know off you you go everybody wants the same thing you know they all just want to represent where they're from and make their family and their country proud and and, you know, they're all there together, so they should all, like, realize it. You know, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy the connections that we have. And this is just a brief one, you know, and it only happens every four years. So people look forward to that and, like, train for that for those four years. And and then, oh, no, it's, it's intense. Yep. So <clears throat> Rio is the first time in Olympic history that a South American country has hosted the Games. So yeah, it's crazy too. Yeah, how we were how we were listing off uh, the countries that have and haven't hosted it. It's gonna the list of people that haven't is just gonna get smaller and smaller as the games go on. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's dope that it's just that's just another part of history. And let's see, there's a uh, I got some facts here. There's ten thousand athletes from two hundred and six countries. Uh, participating in 306 events. So that's a lot of shit. I was going to go through <coughs> like the events, but I didn't realize there was 306 of them. So apparently air pistol is an Olympic event. Do you know that? Yeah. I didn't know that at all. Yeah. There's a lot of shit in there. Air pistol. Yeah. No so way. I've been watching on the internet. I've been like, I got a NBC you, app. How'd you on, get the internet? Uh, I got an NBC app on the Xbox. Who gave you the internet? And uh, I've been watching it through there. And like, yeah. there's really dope options, like down at the bottom, where you could choose like from every sport. That's dope. And, uh, so you can yeah. go through all the categories and shit. Yeah, and you could just go watch whatever you want. I want to watch the fucking women's ten meter air pistol. 
Because yeah, that's what happened yesterday. So <laughs> I wonder if we can find a video of that when this is over. Probably. I didn't know the air pistol was a fucking was an Olympic sport. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I just watched um the table tennis. Yeah. And that was really good. I watched I just watched Michael Phelps win another gold medal in the men's relay last night. I watched um Serena and Venus play in doubles. Yeah. Um I don't know, I've been watching a few and it's been really good so far. So That's dope, kinda, man. Yeah, I'm kinda stoked on it. Um I saw the I saw the air pistol and I saw a few other things. Yeah, I know that uh we watched part of the opening ceremony, like like a couple clips of it. It was kinda like a compilation of things that happened. Yeah. And uh they're always intense. Every opening ceremony is crazy. Everybody tries to outdo each other and shit. And uh I think that the standout for me was the big ass spiders. There was like huge ass <laughs> fucking uh it reminded me of like the Chinese dragon kind of thing. Like everybody had sticks and it was up high and all huge, but it was just big old spiders and bugs. That's crazy. And uh you know, that'd be crazy to uh to have like to have creative control over one of those opening ceremonies and to try to upstage all the crazy shit that everybody else does. Like, you can't just do a normal opening ceremony because yeah. they're all crazy. So you have to do something <laughs> crazier. Yeah, you always got to step it up. Always got to talk, whatever. Here, we should plan out our our ideal opening Olympic ceremony. Um. All right. Starts with... Just fucking, you know how like they do a wave in the stands? Uh-huh. Ours is like a wave of like dabs. A wave of dabs. So everybody's doing dabs and they all blow them out at the same time. And then as that happens, the floor, the empty floor, it's like, you know, no lights. Some green lights come on and a bunch of smoke comes out, right? It just illuminates everywhere. Yeah. All the smoke comes green out. Green blazers. And the smoke just turns out to be weed smoke that... Everybody's smoking backstage. We'll have a bunch of people just blowing their hits into these tubes and they'll be funneling the smoke out and you'll start smelling it after a while. And then out comes LeBron James. All right. <laughs> just LeBron James by himself. He's, uh, he's, he's in a uniform that has question marks on it. Right. And he's nice. bouncing a basketball and he walks out and he goes, y'all ready for some Olympic games? <laughs> Everybody fucking goes nuts. Like, pee Probably. your pants nuts. Probably. Okay, then what happens? Um, oh no. Okay, I got it. Doors burst open, alright? On either side of the floor. Doors burst open. All these fucking people come out. Like, I'm talking thousands of people. All in matching <laughs> shirts. They're all wearing mystery tank tops, just like LeBron James. They all come out. File out in these lines. They're doing like some dance routine. We got confetti. We got music. All right. DJ Mustard's on the ones and twos. Fuck out of here. And, uh, and then everybody rips off the question marks on their shirts and they all have flags of their countries. Right. And it's all like the representatives from each country. Yeah. Then they all pull out big old like Cheech and Chong style joints from, nice. from their, from their pockets. Everybody lights up at the same time off of the Olympic torch. So they all like walk up. Light off, like light, walk away, light, walk away. Everybody's lit up. Everybody smokes. They finish the end 
of that blunt all to their dome, and then they have to wait a couple days to start the official games because you can't have weed in your system, but you yeah. can still be like high a couple days ago. And um, we all go and outside there's free Doritos. It's brought to you by Doritos. So we got free Dorito bags for everybody, and I'm talking family-sized Dorito bags. <laughs> so you get your free Doritos. Uh, then everybody hey, gets right. everybody gets filed down to the beach. Is there a beach in Rio? Probably. I Every, wouldn't go. Too many mosquitoes. Okay, so the whole the whole like giant Olympic stadium. Everybody that's watching, we bring them all down to this one beach. Okay, nice private beach that's small that nobody knows about. Bring everybody there. And then everybody gets to take pictures with Lou Ferrigno in the beach, like on the beach in the water, as if they're the only person there. Like it's an angle to where you can't see everybody else. You can only see them. That'll buy us a couple days. Then we'll start the games. All right. Hulk's going to save the day. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a pretty solid opening ceremony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's it. Somebody make that a thing. Somebody animate that. And we'll be right back. Now you can compete in the Olympics, too. Play McDonald's. When the U.S. wins, you win Olympic games and win up to $10,000 instantly. Or keep your cards. And when the U.S. wins your event, you win a Big Mac, regular fries, or a Coca-Cola. So go to McDonald's and get your game cards today. Because when the U.S. wins, you win. I can't understand. When the U.S. wins, you win. Unless you're not, unless you're not from the U.S. You in. When the U.N. wins, you win. No, when the U.S. wins, U.N. U.N. Oh shit! Ah, uh, there's a code, right? Mm-hmm. I see what's going on now. Yeah. Damn! All the subliminal messaging, man, it's crazy. Oh shit! You gotta watch out. You gotta so, watch out. So, good news. What is it? Olympics coming up. Uh huh. Twenty twenty. Where's it gonna be at? Um, it gonna be at I don't know. It's in Tokyo. In Tokyo? Yeah. No way. Yeah, it's in Tokyo. That's dope. And we're gonna have five new sports entered into the Olympics. Uh, um, in Tokyo or this year? In in Tokyo. What are they going to be? 2020. It is going to be karate. Dope. Surfing. Dope. Skateboarding. Dope. Softball. Dope. Baseball. Same as, almost same as softball. No. Yeah, it's different, but it's like neither of those were in the Olympics? No. Crazy. Yeah. I uh, think karate used to be. Yeah, I was going to say. I think maybe um, softball or something maybe used to be. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But they're all going to be in there. There's going to be 18 new medal events and 474 new athletes. Damn. So it's going to add to the fucking excitement among other things. That's fresh. And I think that a lot of those things, especially the only ones I had heard about was skateboarding and surfing. And uh, 
previous to that list. And those are a lot harder to do than, you know, ping pong. Like, if you're playing ping pong against Forrest Gump, then yeah, it's probably about the same amount of difficulty. But, like, what, what were the, what was the other one we were talking about? That is barely an Olympic sport that you brought up? Curling. Yeah, curling. <laughs> what the fuck is that? If curling <laughs> is an Olympic sport and skateboarding and surfing are not. Yeah. Or fucking, what about American football? Yeah. What about it? Is that not on the list either? No. But rugby probably is. Yeah, I think it is. I was reading something about uh <laughs> about rugby seven, whatever that is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But uh if anybody does know, then write into the show and let us know. What I do know What do you know? Is two oh two oh is gonna be lit, yo. <laughs> too well, too well, gonna be lit, yo Okay, I got it right here uh, Rugby Sevens makes its debut at the Rio Games With both U.S. women's and men's teams Considered to be medal contenders It's a seven-on-seven seven variant of rugby That lasts only 15 minutes per game Here? Like in the... In, in Rio. Rio? Yeah, in Rio Yeah that's the debut of rugby, so... Uh, yeah, football could be coming soon. Uh, maybe maybe 2024 or something. So the last time it was featured was in 1924, was uh, was rugby, and now it's back. So you never know, man. Shit's changing. Shit's getting out of it all the time. <laughs> you, ne- you never know. Do you know? Yeah. You do? <laughs> yeah, I do know. I just told you. Yeah. So um I was uh I was reading up on the history of the Olympic torch and I saw some video about cuz they they brought the torch from uh Greece from Olympia Greece and brought it to some refugee camp to where someone was going to be selected to carry the torch the rest of the way and at some point, somebody shot their gun into the air, and it, like, scared the Olympic Committee, and everybody started running. I saw a video of it online. And uh, I found out that back in the day, it was believed that fire was given to people by Prometheus, the fire god. And they would use mirrors in front of temples to make like to ignite fires that would just burn forever from the sun and shit and today it's the connection between the old games and the new games to where we take the torch that's lit at olympia greece and then the torch burning the whole way is taken to wherever the games are being held and then lights the torch there Maybe that's why they haven't been to Africa yet. <laughs> it's too Maybe. far away. Mm-hmm. Can't make it. <laughs> Damn, that's so far. They should uh, just imagine. What about Australia? Has it been there? That's pretty fucking far. Imagine a dude with a burning torch just like chilling on first class in an airplane. Just all yeah. like, yeah, I'll have, I'll have the chicken, please. <laughs> just fucking smoking and filling up the cabin with smoke and shit. How is that even possible? <laughs> they have to do it on a boat, right? 
Yeah, they do run. They do run a boat. They run, and it's like a. It's like the world's biggest relay race. Maybe that's. Yeah, I don't know. That take a long time. Yeah, it usually it usually does. It took uh, it took ninety days for them to uh, to carry the torch from Olympia to Rio. Damn, that's a long time. Yeah. That's a lot of dimp. That's some heavy shit right there. Uh, let's see. It took. Uh, it actually started on April twenty first. So that's your thing about how you can smoke weed, but you can't be high when it's happening. They all smoked weed the day before. The next day yeah. they sobered up and then they lit the torch and fucking did a relay for 90 days. Yeah. That's some heavy shit. And then they light the uh they light the shit in Rio and it stays lit during the whole games all the way till the closing ceremonies when they ignite it and it's something about igniting the hope and dreams inside of the souls of people that came and lost. I made that last part up, but could be real. You never know. <laughs> oh, I know. So uh, we have a very fitting uh, motivational moment for everybody out there that's feeling a little lost, feeling like, you know, I could, uh, I, I could be at the Olympics. I could, I could get the Zika virus. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can I can smoke weed with Michael Phelps and swim around in a pool. So um I really don't know what this is going to say so it's a hard, it's hard to set it up. But I know it's motivational and it's Olympic themed. So take it away. Uh Sebco. The Olympics brings together the people of the world in harmony and friendship and peace to celebrate what is best about mankind. To every athlete waiting, ready, prepared to take part in these games. Welcome to London. There is a truth to sport, a purity, a drama, an intensity a spirit that makes it irresistible to take part in and irresistible to watch. What we are seeing right now is that dreams do come true. London 2012 will inspire a generation. In every Olympic sport, there is all that matters in life. Humans stretch to the limit of their ability, living for the moment but making an indelible mark upon history. The champion becomes a legend. It's getting crazy. What is this, Pink Floyd? I say thank you. Thank you for making all this possible. Jessica Reddit is the Olympic champion. Best all-round athlete in the world. I have never been so proud to be British and to be a part of the Olympic movement. This is our time. And one day, it's crazy we'll tell life, our children okay. and our grandchildren that when our time came, 
We did it right. That's dope, man. That's super fresh. That's what it's all about. It's all about representing for your country and the friendly competition, the sportsmanship, going down in history. And, you know, it, it must feel crazy to fucking to be at the Olympics and yeah, to I, fucking take a gold in something. Yeah, to I take a bronze. Imagine. I'd take a bronze in something. <laughs> yeah, or anything. Just look, just doing it in at all. Just being in it and participating at all on any level. Yeah. Even if you're a fucking towel boy. Right. You feel me? Like I'll get, be a- getting to participate in the Olympics on any sort of level is going to be something you're going to remember forever. Even if you're just a fucking trash picker. Whatever, dude. You know, and like you were there when this shit happened. You know what I mean? Nobody could ever take that away from you, no matter what. Yeah. That's true. It's a... Uh- it's a crazy thing, man. It's a crazy time that we live in. I mean, we always talk about this change and how everything is like transforming and, you know, everything's constantly changing. Everything's constantly growing and it's not really our time. It's every time. I think it's just accelerated right now and a lot of things that we pay attention to. But looking at this and like this ancient thing and this is almost like a, it's like a primal kind of like battle between you know countries to where no blood gets shed and nobody you know no children get bombed by drones nobody gets hurt and it's uh it really just shows that i lost my train of thought i was high and i had a fucking point about how everything's changing i was talking about how everything's changing <laughs> and uh, you changed your mind, uh, and I changed my mind. But guys at the Olympics doing it, doing it right. Yeah, that's what I. That's the whole point. Doing it right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So uh, out of all of these, we've already covered my favorite Olympic game, which is women's ten meter air <laughs> pistol. Uh, what would be yours? Not counting, uh, uh, not counting the new ones. A classic Olympic game. I don't know. Or are you more like a you like the swimming shit? I, like I a, honestly I like a, almost all of it. Really, I'm like, I don't think I have one favorite over another until probably 2020, and then I probably heavily favor skateboarding and surfing. Yeah. But, um, I'm, I mean, like, I really enjoy all of them. I watch all of them. Even if it's, like, gymnastics or whatever, it doesn't really matter. I like, I really like all of them. So, uh... According- it's all impressive, you know? They're all, like, they're all the best at what they do. So, like, yeah. no, really, no, even if it's table tennis, you know, like, the girl that won for us is, like, 16. Yeah. You know? And she has a documentary about, um, everything. I watched it. Like uh, a month or two ago. What's it called? Do you remember? No, but it's on Netflix. Uh, that's dope. Yeah. So, um, yeah, a lot of hype, and they're all living up to it. You know, I mean, like everybody's super, super dope. So, and like I said, uh, Michael Phelps won his nineteenth gold medal, and I'm sure he's gonna win more. Like today. Yeah. And um, it's just gonna be more interesting things to watch. Yeah, I'm I'm a sucker for it. I don't know why. It's good. 
So uh, the most popular events, like worldwide, are soccer, basketball, volleyball, and handball. Mm-hmm. And um, there were seven and a half million tickets sold with all events combined because you have to buy a ticket for whatever event you want to go to. And the lowest ones were $40 for like some of the swimming events. And the highest was three grand for seats at the opening ceremony. So (laughs) it's like you pay, you pay the most to see the opening ceremony and everybody come out. And I guess that is dope. That's like a part of history, you know what I mean? And to be there in the crowd watching it. But yeah, imagine blowing your three grand on that and then not being able to go see any events and then just stuck outside of the the games. It's like the fucking um, Super Bowl halftime show on crack steroids. See, but it should do... Look, listen here, Olympic Committee. It should be like a one-size-fits-all ticket. Like, you buy a ticket and you get to watch the Olympics. Like... You should be able to just, you know, go like you should get a pass and like you're be fucking interchangeable and go to whichever events you want. Yeah. And you're part of it for like the whole fucking however many days. What is it like 10 days? Yeah. And then you just have like a certain amount of tickets and 16 days. Sell them all. Yeah. Sell them all. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Why, why wouldn't you be able to do that? Maybe you can. Maybe you can buy just like for like a half a million dollars. You could buy a fucking <laughs> a pass that gets you to everything. That's uh right. Uh let's see. Organizers prepared sixty thousand meals a day for athletes. Nice. So it was mostly Brazilian staples like rice and black beans and barbecued meat with other local stuff like tapioca. Steroids and fucking... <laughs> yeah, a lot of steroids. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No weed, though. No weed, though. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Uh, 85,000 soldiers and policemen. Uh, 70,000 volunteers. That's crazy shit, man. Uh, the taxi drivers in Rio are being given a chance to sign up for free online English lessons. Well, I guess they were back when it was announced. So they could get online English lessons provided by Rio 2016 Organizing Committee so that they could, uh, you know, communicate better with the people that were going to be there. So... You know, that's just a few of the small steps that they took to make this shit possible. It takes a lot to fucking hold the Olympics. It's not like it's a spring break with Sugar Ray. This is the Olympics, like, you know. But they did it. They're doing it. It's crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be covering this shit, live coverage. Did I mention that we're here at Rio? Rio de Janeiro, um, on the scene? Sure. I'm not sure. On the Zika scene, today. Zika scene. <laughs> uh, I'd be staying inside the fucking time machine. I would not get out. Right? Um, so we're going to be covering this shit all week. So we'll be uh, we'll be back on Thursday with a nice throwback episode. A throwback to throwback. Some you never heard of. I said too much. <laughs> 
And then uh, who knows what's going to happen on Saturday? I do. Joey does. I don't know why Pat and Nat tell him things early. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. They're always like, this is going to be the movie on Saturday. But he didn't know about the the Flimpsons. Flip Flimpsons. <laughs> <laughs> you y'all didn't know about that Flintstones flip flop. <laughs> All right, that's my cue. I'm done. <laughs> oh shit! Natural habitat recordings.